Hi, and welcome to All Things Cozy with Matt and Jillian, a bi-weekly podcast about everything that is warm, soft, and comforting. Today, we're tackling the difficult task of how to make what is often one of the least cozy spaces in our lives work cozy. Helping us with that Herculean effort is writer Alex Alvarez. Welcome to the podcast, Hi, Alex. Thanks. Hi, happy to be here. So you probably worked in a ton of different work environments, right, for your job? Um, I've worked mostly in like new media spaces, Mm -hmm. um, which have been similar in kind of, I guess, whoever designs offices, I don't know office designers I don't, I don't know who's tasked with that but who do we who, who can we punish really yeah <laughs> who's to blame uh i've worked in spaces that all are meant for creative people and i think the people who've designed them think that they're fostering a creative environment but they all feel like kind of like a post-nuclear bunker <laughs> meets like a chipotle it's like <laughs> the design aesthetic well, one of those things sounds great but yeah yeah but, but it's maybe like... not the, not the coziest <laughs> environment definitely exactly yeah yeah it can be patronizing too those kinds right. of spaces. And in my, in my old jobs, they had beanbags sitting around a ping pong table. I've never seen anyone. Yeah, hey, kids. Like, yeah, and you, Get yeah, comfy and work for us. Yeah, I, I don't like that kind of Right, aesthetic. it's this idea of like, oh, millennials think of work like play. Here's here's like a boom box and a beanbag chair. Go at it. Like Exactly, yeah. <laughs> a bunch of blocks and Lincoln logs. Yeah. <laughs> um, so we, I, yeah, we all have had different work experiences. Mm-hmm. Jillian and I were teachers. I'm still an English teacher. So we have a variety of work space experience that we can talk about how to make those spaces cozy or at least more bearable yes it's a good topic Um, i mean we spend most of our lives in our workspaces yeah they should be cozy yeah they they, they Mm -hmm. really ought to be yeah um but it can be difficult to find the time and space to make our work areas comfortable but we will endeavor to do that today and give you some cozy tips for making work nice and uh Pleasant. Pleasant. Yeah. Thank you. I, there, there comes a time on this podcast where I'm just trying to rack my brain for synonyms for cozy. And I lean into it. I'm overusing cozy. But before we go into how to make work cozy, let's just touch base with what's making us feel cozy this week. All right. So Jillian, <laughs> how about, oh, I'm going to start with you. Well, I had a cozy accident. Last night sounds <laughs> I should have phrased it yeah. that way. <laughs> but um It's an oxymoron. Yeah. My girlfriend and I were couch shopping in Pasadena, just a I guess in I don't know if it's part of Los Angeles. Is it a neighborhood in Los Angeles? I don't know. I never know. Yeah, I never yeah. know. It's so bizarre. We want to see a movie and so we're gonna go to the Arc Light on Colorado. I'm sorry. I'm talking as if everyone knows what I'm talking about. But we found this other movie theater called I Pick. I don't know if you guys have heard of it. I had never heard of it. Where is it? It's in Pasadena. It's called, it's a movie theater called IPIC. So we walk in and... Oh, I think, it, is it downtown, like in the... Yeah, the heart. The yeah, heart in the heart of it. it. And it's kind of like a, a, an art theater. Yes. Oh, and, yeah, that's a really cute place. Yeah, I just thought it was a, your average theater. So we walk in, they're like, oh, yeah, it's um, the $60 for both of you. And I'm like, shh, I'm sorry. I was like, wow, what, what kind of place what? is this? Yeah, because it's a fancy theater. Oh, is it one of those ones with like the plush seats yeah, and the tables? A, they had a, they're like, oh, take the elevator down to the lounge. And I love myself a good lounge. The darker, the better. Not like the Penn Station lounge, <laughs> but I like a nice lounge with a little bar and just, it's, yeah, darkened and maybe some candles and whatnot. So, and then the, the kicker is once you get into the theater, they have you, they give you a blanket and a pillow. Oh, wow. And there's a little button you can press. The waitress comes and brings you your cocktails and little snacks. Oh, someone passes out snacks. 
that are free. So you get unlimited popcorn and someone just comes and brings it to you. Um, and it's just so, so cozy, the coziest night I've had in a while, just sitting in my little blanket, getting free popcorn, you know, stuffing my face, the lounge. It was, you treated yourself. I I really did. I mean, yeah, it was expensive, but I'd say worth it. So I pick if you're ever in town, go, go there. Very cozy. Yeah. Super cozy. How about you, Alex? Um, I was sick this week. I was getting over a cold and that was kind of a cozy experience because I worked from home. I got to be kind of enveloped with a blanket for a Mm -hmm. week. Um, Got to snuggle with my dog, which was great. And I just binge watched all of um, One Day at a Time. So that was, it was just very pleasant. And I had ramen, which is like the perfect kind of getting over a cold food. It's so nice. The coziest meal. So it was, it turned out to be a pretty cozy week overall. Yeah. Sometimes being sick can be pleasant. Not, Not the feeling... Right. But being cooped up and I like having any excuse for me to be home and under covers is yeah. even if I'm miserable and sick, it's kind of worth it. Or you have a legit excuse if yeah. someone says, hey, do you want to go out? And I'm always just like, eh, I don't know. Oh, yeah. Love, now an, I can love say, an excuse well, I'm, to I'm break sick. a plan. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. it's so nice. You can don't feel any guilt about staying home. Yeah. And you just so. get to do exactly what you want and wear like cozy socks and mm-hmm. terrible pajamas and just. I didn't recline. It was really nice. Yeah, sounds nice. But you're feeling better now. I am, yes. Excellent. Yeah, because I recuperated and it was cozy and that helped me. That's what you need to do. Yeah. Exactly. Uh, For me, I'm a high school English teacher. I feel like I've vaguely alluded to that, but I haven't come out of the closet oh, necessarily. Really? I think I was. I think I was. I've said that directly before, right? I think so. Um, loud and proud, I'm going to say it. Yeah. My high school English teacher. <laughs> and... We did a tour of uh, a high school called High Tech High. Have you ever heard of that place? It sounds like a place that would be in a cartoon. It does. Yeah. It really does. It sounds like a place that Kim Possible would yeah, attend. And Yeah, so it's a real place. It's in San Diego. It's a charter school, and it's all around project-based learning. And um, you look at, like, it's very transparent. Like, the classrooms are basically all windows, but they'd still manage to have separate spaces and offices. It, it, it sounds sort of invasive and like everyone's in a fish bowl, but like it does, it, it works. They, they make it a nice space. But what was making me feel cozy about that visit to that school was the students, the way that they gave the tour, it wasn't a teacher or it wasn't somebody whose job it was to lead teachers on a site visit. It was the students themselves. Mm. And they, it's a K through 12 so we started with a tour from the high school students and then down to the middle school students and then finally the elementary school students. And the elementary school students, it was just the coziest experience because the elementary so school sweet. students, they don't, I mean, they're not giving, like, you don't have, like, it's really just they're by themselves giving us this tour. So, like, we like this area. We like to play in it. Here's where we do our reading. <laughs> um, they took us to the playground and, like, tried to show us, like, games they play during recess. Aww. That was most of their tour. It was really <laughs> an excuse cute. for them to be out yeah. <laughs> playing in the playground, Sneaky. getting out of class. It was just so adorable. And the middle school student that led us on the tour, I mean, these are some woke kids. Like, he, <laughs> they did a project about Airbnb and um, bias. Mm. So they... What they did was they had like, they made all these accounts from people from different, you know, gender, race, sexuality, and they applied to Airbnb. And the results showed like, you know, who had it easy, who who was accepted more, right? Right. Depending on region. And it was really cool Mm -hmm. results. And the funny thing too, was that Airbnb had blocked their IP because they considered it spam. And so they moved to Panera 
and then they got banned again, and then they got went to a Starbucks, and then the by then they finished the project. Oh. But um, yeah, they're teaching these kids how to spam <laughs> in the sake of data collection. It was just it was just really cute, and that's um, really sweet. The kid the kids were awesome, and mm-hmm. yeah, it was it was kind of inspiring actually. So yeah. it was it was making me feel cozy this week. All right, so that brings us to our cozy locations. Alex, do you want to kick it off? Sure. What um, location is making you feel cozy? So it's kind of my uh, go-to after-work meetup place. I work downtown. Um, it's a bar called Las Perlas, the Pearls. Oh, yeah. Mm. yeah that's great. Yeah. yeah and I, I love that place because it's very... My biggest thing about like any bar is it has to have really good lighting. You can't mm-hmm. be like too harsh, too yellow. It, so this place has like a very kind of dim, rosy lighting, which mm. I find perfect. And it serves food, which is another big bar thing for me. They have like a, the central courtyard where there's always a group of women making um, nachos or tacos or like taquitos and stuff like that. I'm sold. Yeah. And it's it smells oh. good. Like there's live music, but it's not like loud music. It's like really good music. And there's always like a really like like a nice crowd there. I don't know. It's, it's great. It's That's a good place. rec. What's it called again? Las Perlas. Okay. It's right across from Coles downtown. It is. It is excellent. I've been there once. We went. I went to happy hour and it wasn't too crowded no and the yeah the, the food is they're making it fresh out there in yeah. the patio and yeah they, they what they, they have like an interesting lighting arrangement i feel like what do they have around is, yeah, it, is it a bunch of is it a bunch of rabbits yes they do have a lot of they have like a an installation of rabbit's feet yes um like in the back it's like kind of tucked away that's right that's what i'm thinking of yeah, yeah. Um, I don't know. It's just like such a cute place and they have really good drinks too, which is also good for a bar. <laughs> that is, that is a good recommendation. If you're yeah. ever in LA, definitely check that out. Yeah. Very cozy bar. Awesome. Um, for me, I recently went to Phoenix mm-hmm. and visited the desert botanical garden. Ooh. And I never really, d- despite living in LA, I've mm. never been really one for the desert biome in general. I really like, uh, forests, especially like n- Northwestern, like redwood forests mm-hmm. or um anything kind of damp and piney is really more my scene but i feel like it was sort of like a turning point i feel like i really finally got why people like cacti <laughs> and why they <laughs> like live, like the appeal to living in the southwest and basically in a place that looks like mars right. because every night was really beautiful the sunsets were gorgeous and the uh saguaro cacti that are all over there are just phenomenal. And I again, I kind of never, I never, I don't know, I just never really, I never bought into the hype around yeah. <laughs> that. But maybe now I do because what I learned a lot about like wildlife there, I think what surprised me was just how much desert wildlife there is. Like it, it looks dead on the surface, right. but there's so much there. That's a good and point. And especially during the visit, I, we saw like wrens, we saw roadrunners, we saw quail, we saw lizards, we saw hare. We saw a cute photography class of old women rolling through the oh, botanical garden. Oh, that's so cozy. Um, <laughs> it really is. And they were all making their home in these cacti. Like they, you would just see the, the, the birds like getting cozy themselves mm-hmm. in a little hole they made. I really had a, I found a new respect for the desert. Yeah, I think I'm similar. Like, I never associated the desert as being cozy. Yeah. But that's, yeah, as you pointed out, there's so much going on beneath the immediate surface. Mm-hmm. And burrowing in little holes is always super <laughs> cozy and cute. Yeah, and, and the botanical garden itself was just, it was really nice and it was a little repetitive because the desert wildlife is kind of samey after right. a while, but... They spice things up. Yeah, but they, they do a good job. It's, it's well curated and a great gift shop. 
really had to tear myself away from that. There's Sedona in Arizona too, which is very piney in the middle of Arizona. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Like creeks and stuff. Mm -hmm. So it's also, yeah. I feel like Arizona is such, um, it's, it's such an underrated state. There's Mm -hmm. so much there, but I feel like, I don't know, like I feel like Palm Springs gets a lot of attention that Palm Springs isn't as aesthetically pleasing of a desert as I think the Arizona or the New Mexico deserts are. I agree. Mm-hmm. I think people just like getting drunk in Palm Springs. Yes, which is also a big place. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Jillian, how about you? What's your cozy location? Um, well, I'm actually going to go ahead and say your house, Matt. Oh my goodness. Wow. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm blushing. I'm so flattered. Yeah, I was thinking about it and I was trying to think of places where I always feel cozy no matter what um, because we've discussed a lot of locations and I definitely want to in the future discuss more cozy locations outside of LA at some point because we have had some listeners reach out and say they love here talking about the Baltimore area and stuff. Um, But anyways, Matt's house always makes me feel cozy he always has candles lit and he just makes you feel so comfortable being in his house you always you just have a great hosting vibe and I feel like I'm at my own house and not just because we're good friends but because he just always makes you feel welcome always offering treats he's giving me a lot of treats throughout the years um (laughs) his house is always well decorated the couch is always comfy lots of lovely plants adorning the living room, um, and his Baltimore house was super cozy too. Um, I, I, I miss that place. Do you live right around the corner from me, as I've mentioned before? And it was a cozy oasis for me. That's really sweet. Thank you. Yeah, yeah I, I can't take full credit. My boyfriend decorates a lot of this. It's it's a joint effort. Um, but yeah, we've I don't know, tried to make it cozy, and I'm glad you like it. Oh, I love it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think so. It's my first time in your apartment, but. I immediately think that you're a good host because Mm -hmm. you um, offered a variety of beverages, which I think is, (laughs) that's the mark of a great host. Yes. To provide options. I try to be prepared. Treat others, you know. Yeah. As you you would like to be treated. Oh, thank you. Mm -hmm. All right. Well, that that was lovely. I appreciate that. Um, If you want to visit my apartment, (laughs) listeners, uh, it's $10. Take the cozy tour. (laughs) Yeah. Um, You can see where where these episodes get made. Um, Yeah, it's very good. (laughs) <laughs> just kidding don't come here anyway um yeah so on to our main topic uh, making work cozy mm-hmm. i don't have a sound for this I sh- oh you know what's a great a sound machine? oh no, no yeah 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 <laughs> yeah this isn't a fax machine it's a photo press conference but i feel like it does sound uh, yeah a little bit it always like, sounds like a fax machine yeah so how do you make a, a place where a fax machine exists cozy? We're always faxing at work. I don't know about you, but I'm always sending lots of faxes. So I, as a teacher, it's especially challenging because obviously it's not only my space. It's a space I share with students. Right. Um, so it's not like I can just completely make it about my personal taste. It has to be sort of, I have to be attentive to their needs. And But one tip I have from a classroom environment that I think would work in any workplace environment is a diffuser. Mm. The soft light that it casts and the, you know, essential oil you put in that's like whatever, you know, whatever scent you that's want. Smart. You know, it, it, it really helps, especially as a high school teacher, eliminate a lot of the uh, teenage body odor oh, yeah. that comes into the room. So yeah, it's yeah. very important mm-hmm. in that case. Um, so if you work in a stinky place... Diffuser. Get right, diffuser. yeah, get a diffuser. 
but it's just calming. Like mm-hmm. it's, it's especially, and this is like, I guess the other thing that I immediately think of when I think of making workspaces cozy is the lighting is so important Yeah, definitely. because the, the harsh overhead lighting, especially like imagine a classroom. Like, I mean, I think a lot of us think back to time in school and like, that's not the coziest space you've ever been in is like a classroom. Mm-hmm. So I try to like completely dim those or if not turn them off and I just use natural light or lamps and then the diffuser emits light and I think it really calms everyone down yeah for sure (laughs) yeah so that's 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 my my go-to for making my workspace cozy among Mm -hmm. other things um how about you guys what what do you do to make your workspaces cozy well for me I think a big thing is the temperature of the room Okay. Um, That's true. Yeah. So I sit right across from the AC unit. Mm-hmm. So I'm kind of in charge of the temperature, which a lot of responsibility. It's you know what? It's a burden I wasn't ready to take on. And I don't <laughs> think I'm emotionally strong enough to sit yeah. there for much longer. Because everyone like everybody has its own kind of comfort level mm-hmm. temperature wise. So I would say if you were able to control the temperature, which most people aren't, pick Pick whatever is coziest for you. But I think an important thing to have in an office is an office sweater. Because they are always going to like err on the side of being slightly too cold in an office. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I just have always needed to have my office sweater there. Because I get cold very easily. That is a great tip. Yeah. Now that I'm thinking of it, I have. It's, it's an office jersey a for jersey. the spirit days. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah, when I'm getting cold, I put that on. Yeah. Um, better than a blanket because I had a blanket at my other job that was also incredibly cold and it'd be hard to type because of the exactly. blankets yeah, heaped over you. So a sweater is a good idea. Or a snuggie. A snuggie. Oh yeah, there you go. Yeah. Yeah. But I, I just need to be like enveloped in something at work or else I just mm-hmm. freeze. Yeah. For me, I liked having something on in the background, which I can now do at work because I work from home and I'm be quite honest, I'm Glad we're doing this episode because I'm really struggling to make my home, like my office space. And by office space, I mean like the couch. <laughs> so I mean, let me be specific. Um, so just trying to make a differentiate between home and my workspace. But I love having like a podcast on the background if I can, if it's not like a difficult story I'm working on and I don't nearly need to concentrate that hard or just having on music or I love just having the drone of a, like a really show, a show that you can ignore, you know, those shows that you can just have in the background. I just like having that other presence of noise there because it can feel really lonely. So I don't know if that's cozy, but it makes me just feel better, I guess. That's absolutely cozy. Yeah. Yeah, I Ambient, sound is i'm all about it yeah there was a quiet there you can't it's hard to be creative it's like a Mm -hmm. a void no absolutely i i've used ambient noise generators like um there was a an app on my phone that i used to have called cathivity i think it was called Mm. something like that all it did was it had three settings for different cafes um, from around the world that just like played continuously. That's cool. And so some were had more clattering dishes. Others had more like quiet conversation, but it, it, you can set it as loud or soft as you want it. And even if I listen to music, I'll, I'll have that on with it. That's and it, nice. it kind of gives you a soundscape of like, even when you're working at home, like working at a cafe. And I find that that helps keep me focused because if I'm home and it's too quiet for whatever reason I'm getting up a lot I'm moving around mm. or like I, I just start just browsing the internet yeah you find distractions right yeah 
Yeah. Cathivity is called. Cathivity, I want to say. Okay, that's a good tip. I don't know if that's still like a... A lot of those ambient sound apps I found, like they get developed, published to the app store, and then they don't get updated. And then when iOS gets updated, they they aren't around anymore. So I don't know if that's still available because I haven't used it in in a little bit. But because my ambient noise app that I really liked is uh, like gone now because they never mm. they didn't update it enough and so I'm, I, I'm also looking for a new ambient app okay. uh, but you know that's that's the, you can get a general one that's good for like rainforest sounds you could do running water um, I love rain the sound of rain mm, is really yeah. calming yeah that's I, that's one thing I do miss about uh, living on the east coast is that was it was so nice to work in the rain like on a gray day that was so yeah Cozy, but also weirdly productive because you just feel like safe and happy. And but yeah, like this. Yeah, this is nice. Yeah. The the rolling thunder in the background, it it helps make whatever wherever I am. And it's not that I'm not in that, so I'm I'm feeling cozier. Yeah, I I get the thing about you know working or even on a cloudy day. Like once a cloudy day here, I just I feel more productive and I feel more like myself. Yeah. Which we've discussed extensively before in this podcast. We're in the wrong place. We should be <laughs> in Seattle. Yeah, but I don't. Yeah, it's just a weird thing, like craving those cloudy days. And it's, I totally agree. It makes you feel more productive and almost feels nice that you're you're there. Yeah, because when it's nice out, and I think the thing about LA is that it's always really nice out, mm-hmm. and you start thinking of like, well, should I be taking advantage of this nice day? Mm-hmm. And but it's like, well, tomorrow and the day after and the day after that are going to be nice days, so. But I, I, so there's something about rain, like I have to be inside and get this done and then I'll go out after. Mm-hmm. Like I'm still in that mindset of like get stuff done while it's raining out and then enjoy the sun when it's out. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, which is not, I think, an LA mentality because it's, the sun is always out here. So yeah, you have to like, basically you have to make your own rain. You yeah, have to exactly. imagine yeah. like, oh, this is the day I stay inside. Yeah. <laughs> and you take advantage of this rainy afternoon that I've created <laughs> for myself. Yeah. So Jillian, so your challenge is you work from home and yes. you need a cozy workspace. So you're working on the couch mostly? Yeah, and I think I've developed sciatica because of it. <laughs> too dark. But I really do. I think, I, and, uh, you know, my girlfriend says every time she sees me working on the couch, like, you know, you got to sit at the desk, you got to do something, but it just doesn't feel good. I mean, we don't really have that much comfortable furniture. Um, so, yeah. My Is there a desk just, yeah, the there's a, Yeah, there's a desk. I just... I don't really like sitting at it. I don't know. I guess just laziness on my part, but I would love to, if anyone has any recommendations, specifically someone who's dealing with potential sciatica, could you give me recommendations for like a butt pillow or something or just anything like a nice seat? Because I, I would love to find a great, comfortable seat. That's, I think everyone struggles with that. Yeah. I mean, I've never had a comfortable desk chair. Because like when you first start an office and you get like your new chair and you're like, oh, this is great. This is ergonomically sound mm-hmm. or whatever and then after a month sitting in the same chair every day it's like i i hate this i i don't yeah I don't be here. it's so important and that adds to love, love coziness i think i do sit on the couch because it's more cozy and i yeah. can yeah. sit with the blanket on top of me i going off what you said about those new media spaces i'm so thrilled i'm not in those spaces anymore because that is now looking back on it as a, a real life hell yeah just oh god those open spaces so I can hide away. And I love being able to eat whenever I want. That's super cozy. Making myself a cozy little 
thing of food yeah. and not feeling I would, I would feel like a lot of anxiety. I don't know about you guys, but like heating up food at, at work. I never do. Or, I just, I don't want to, there's just something about some like stressful. a communal microwave that I can't. Yeah. Can't or just people watching you <laughs> cut up your, <laughs> yes, I know. It's not my paranoia or anxiety. Maybe a little bit of it. Who are your coworkers? <laughs> yeah. Well, just like, I, I was like, oh, I struggled for a long time when I really like properly an avocado and i always had these like are people actually struggle with the avocado i don't know but people are always like peeping in on what you're making because oh yeah then you have to do the the questions yeah the questions oh Oh, that that smells smells good good. yeah yeah, exactly (laughs) oh no here comes a small talk yeah Yeah, i don't know i'm peeping in on what i'm making or anything like that so it's a top secret (laughs) small talk is not cozy yeah exactly so I'm just going on my, my anxieties and whatever. It's not <laughs> really relevant, but yeah, I don't know. There's a lot of cozy aspects of working at home, but there's a lot of uncozy aspects in terms of just the actual literal space I'm struggling with. Is there like the spot that you sit in to work? Is it, do you also sit there when you're not working? Yes. Cause I think maybe that could be, if you like designate one spot that's just for work mm-hmm. and then I think it would help kind of get into a work mode. Yeah, that's important. As opposed to like a rest mode. So like I, I never try to bring work stuff into like my bedroom because I, I want that to be like a, a, relaxa- a relaxation area, not mm-hmm. have to think about being productive at all. At all. Um, and so when I do work at home, I just work on the couch. I mean, I also spend hours like watching television on the couch, but it's, it's also like my work zone, like that one little spot where I dedicate to thinking I, I need to write, I need to like outline a story, I need yeah. to you know, whatever. That's a really healthy way of looking at it. And I, they even say like, don't bring your phone into the bed or don't read your phone for the bed or something right, like, like that. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So like, yeah, I thought <laughs> the first I, thing I'm, I I'm look at when I wake like, up, brain last cancer, thing I put down. like I sleep. I don't know. Yeah. No, you're supposed, you're not. Yeah, yeah. You're supposed to not. I'm loaded up with radiation. I know <laughs> at this point it's, I, I, I will have a brain tumor. If there's no way around it at yeah. this point, I've, it's, I'm on my phone too We're much. We're all going to die. Yeah. It's a lost cause. But I think that's such a great idea. And I'll definitely try and put that into practice because there needs to be that separation and I just need to get off the couch. <laughs> yeah. More, yeah. I mean, more I importantly, one thing that helps me at, at the office is just having time to set everything up in the morning and just like, okay, like these are the tabs that I need to open. Here's where I'm going to set my phone. Here's where I'm going to set like my notepad, even though who writes ever. I just, I just like need to have it there to make mm-hmm. seem like neat and productive. Mm-hmm. Um, put my work sweater on and put my like <laughs> playlist or whatever. And then I think like I'm, it's so much easier to kind of like ease into a work mode. Mm. Um, also, I guess like just starting your day with like a, a cup of tea or a cup of coffee that you have. Mm-hmm. And you're like, once I start drinking this, I have to start getting into work mode. Yeah, those are like all really helpful tips. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I, I, I took I, notes, guys. I mean, I brought. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, you're prepared. Yeah. Yeah, I totally. I, I second the separation because that's what I thought of initially with with what you were saying is you creating a separate workspace mm-hmm. that like you're sort of trained at that point to think. I mean, that, that, there's that that concept of the third space can't get writing done at work because it's kind of that work area. Mm-hmm. Can't get writing done at home because it's the, the area you rest. So the, the third space is an option too, where like you're out in a cafe or it's mm-hmm. it's like another place that you've designated as your writing space. And so it's not, you don't fall into the habits you fall into either at work or at home. But in your case, I mean, that gets expensive. It's hard, You can't really keep, my issue with going to cafes and working is 
I don't like overstaying my welcome. I'm not mm. one of those people you see out there like who can set up their own mini office. Yeah, mini office. Right. I mean, I've seen people bring desktops to cafes. That's such an printers. LA thing too, because I feel like a yeah. lot of people are like screenwriters and stuff, and they spend all day, yeah, like at a Starbucks with their like with their whole office there, right? And maybe think, they bring a fax machine too. Like I don't know what they're doing. Like <laughs> the worst thing yeah. about that is like then they get on speakerphone, and that's unforgivable. That's the, yeah, that's yeah. insane. Take your calls outside. Yeah, that's, 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 that. that's crazy. But. Yeah, so I can only stay like a couple hours in a cafe before I feel like I'm overstaying my welcome or typically I have to use the restroom at that point and I don't leave my stuff. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, so cafes aren't always the best option that they are. I'm, I mean, I'm sure you've, you know, experimented with different places around where you are. But yeah, I think just creating at least in the house, like a, a desk that you like, like is a style you like, um, is comfortable for you, maybe a chair. I've I've never had a comfortable chair in my entire life. Yeah, for, I don't think they, why are they so, who hasn't? Who hasn't cracked the code yet on this? You know what it is, is because for me, it, the most comfortable chairs are the ugliest chairs. And I don't, especially in my own home, I don't want one of those like curvy ergonomic, like, you know. Yeah, like, that's just know. not how people sit. I don't, mm-hmm. yeah. I don't get them. Yeah, it must be, I don't know. Unless, <laughs> I'm not like Oblina from Our Real Monsters. I can't like bend yeah, my whole body exactly, like, into yeah. S shape. <laughs> What about those balls people sit on? Oh, no. So no. Those ball chairs. No one wants to sit on a ball. No. You just have to, the whole time you're sitting on one, you're just thinking, I can't fall off this ball in front of my coworkers. Yeah. Like, I just don't. Humiliating. <laughs> yeah. Like, I, I, what is, I guess they're like good for your core, but like, I guess I don't care about a core. I'm like sure I, they help your posture. Oh, that's true. You I know, because so. you kind of have to balance and so you're sitting up straight. They're, I'm sure they're, they have a purpose for working out or that kind of stuff, but no, I'm, I'm not. And then you just, you just look ridiculous. Don't do it. And the standing desks too. Right. I, I don't know. I could never do it. I, I just couldn't just stand all day. And I think, I think the key is actually more to think about it, probably like switching it up during the day. Mm-hmm. Like even, even at home, like switching from like sitting at a desk to work versus going to the couch, um, at work being like standing up or sitting down or mm-hmm. <laughs> on your like exercise ball chair whatever i think like <laughs> switching it up helps kind of um keep you awake also yeah and just i don't know like in you're just in a vibe where you're not um in one position for too long which i think for me is always an issue i have a bad back so i don't like sitting for hours and hours and hours a day yeah no that that's a good point just having the variety yeah but making sure that variety stays cozy because yes. yeah there's not i don't see much coziness in standing up but (laughs) (laughs) seconded (laughs) yeah cozy coziness is definitely sitting down you know Mm -hmm. lying down standing up less cozy i wish somebody would invent like a lying down desk that would be that would be great yeah Yeah. let's get on that i've I've seen some people have those um ipad holders that are for your bed That it like it holds it over your face. That's too much. And so you can lay down and then just scroll. <laughs> That's crazy. Like, like while this, you're looking out. I don't know if you've ever seen it's like this meme of uh it's like a boy, like a teenage boy, and he's like on his couch, or like he's on the floor, I think, with like a glass table above him with his like phone on the table, and he's like under the table looking at his phone, like watching a movie <laughs> or something. Great. And that's such it's just a genius move. Like yeah. I wish yeah. I wish there was a way for me to type that way. Yeah. Definitely. I mean, if we can send some if Elon Musk can send a Tesla into space, then yeah. We can why is he wasting that. time with that when he's making a line yeah. down desk? We need to make a pitch to Elon Musk <laughs> to start a cozy research and development. Yes, I agree. Group for sure. Yeah, that's what the world needs. Mm-hmm. Uh, not another big rocket. <laughs> yeah. So okay. So we've covered. Um, oh, you know what? 
Alex, something you said reminded me of another thing that, like you said, is it setting out your tabs and your stationery. Stationery can be very cozy, yes. but I agree that it's less and less useful. Yeah. Um, but still, I have to have something that I like to mm-hmm. write in, and, and a nice gel pen typically is not like Ooh, something that kind of yeah. gives while you're writing. Any scratchy pens stress me out. Yeah. I want to have a nice like flow. That's either here or there. Not too inky because I'm left-handed. So yeah. when I write, I tend to go over my writing. So mm-hmm. very inky pens, oh. I feel like are very okay. So you like awful. something drier? Yeah, not mm-hmm. scratchy, but like mm-hmm. like gel, like a quick yeah. drying gel. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Yeah. But on top of that, like the the digital space for work is another place, another opportunity for cozy, because I spend way too much time choosing my desktop wallpaper, and that's, that's usually though. informed by my need to either. Usually it's, 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 I kind of lately have been seeing it like a window into like a space that I wish I were in (laughs) instead of work. And so my my desktop wallpaper is like usually like National Geographic shots of like landscapes. Yeah. I highly recommend that because like, you know, if you're really stressed out at work, you can at least look at the beautiful (laughs) rainforest you have uh, on your desktop. It's a good tip And imagine, and remember that the world is bigger than whatever project you're working on. Yeah. I mean, I think also just kind of taking a break every once in a while during mm-hmm. your workday is is necessary and it helps you stay focused. Just like even just resting your eyes on an image that, that's pleasing like that, mm-hmm. like a nice uh, background image. Because if not, you're just, you find other distractions and you end up being more unproductive, I find. Mm. Yeah. So leaning into yeah. the cozy at work so you don't, you're more productive. That's a good way of looking at it. I've thought about this a lot. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, that's, that's, that's Smart. Yeah, I can't get really comfortable in, into my work mode until I've organized like both my desktop and my like both desktops, the digital one and the the physical one. I think that's maybe. I mean, you guys are gave me a lot of ideas. I'm so unorganized. I have eight thousand tabs. I take a lot of screenshots. So my 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 basically my background is just littered with screenshots. Well, I made, I make, uh, on my desktop, I have a junk folder and it's just a folder labeled junk where if I have a screenshot and I'm like, I'm going to need this later because I'm going to reference it, or this would be funny to send to someone as a joke or whatever. Mm -hmm. I put it in the junk folder. Good idea. Use those folders. Yeah. Yeah. Get it off. So you can put a pleasing image and look at it. I have so much to take away from this. (laughs) Good ideas. Okay. Also a way to make, so actually Alex, I'm curious to hear more about because you've worked in open spaces as well, like op- yeah. open floor plans. Like I think that's a, a particularly challenging space to make cozy. Yeah. Um, are there any other things that you've done to sort of make that a comfortable space, especially when it's a space that other people can invade at will? Well, that's... So I work with headphones on mm-hmm. all the time, and I think it's it's a nice sign of, like, please don't talk to me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm very, very busy, um, which I'm not. I'm probably, like, on Twitter. But the headphones say, please, please leave me alone. Right. Um, I also, like I said before, I try to switch it up. So most places that I've worked have had some kind of lounge area mm-hmm. with couches or some kind of, like, a, the beanbag chairs or whatever. Um, and I'll try to spend some time there just to get away from the desk also, just to, like, have... To switch things up a little bit. Um, it's also good when I'm trying to work with other people on something and we can all be in that space together. Mm-hmm. Um, the old BuzzFeed offices were actually like great for like these little tiny pockets of uh, just like little brainstorming rooms and stuff. And I mean, usually they're kind of, they're always like um, these all glass conference rooms, which are not ideal. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's just a lot of glass. It's not cozy. It's, it's not private. No. It doesn't feel like you can... 
be loud if you need to be loud, right. you know? Um, and people are like watching you as they walk by to get a mm-hmm. snack or whatever. Um, but you have to kind of try to find or carve out like a little, like a, a shared space that makes sense. Cause I think also like part of creative work is being able to talk to other people, mm-hmm. uh, ideally in person, if you're doing some kind of brainstorming project. So you need to find those like little spaces in an office and you might have to create them too. Cause it might not exist because conference rooms are gen- generally very awful. Yeah. Did they call at BuzzFeed or not, or if we work now, even that like the big room where everyone's desk guards open floor plan do they call it the bullpen that sounds familiar i feel like i have been in some place that called it that yeah at my last website i worked for they called it the bullpen <laughs> i just felt like that's so, a common term yeah, like a journalism, for journalism. Yeah. yeah yeah well i don't like it it's just i don't yeah. know especially if you're not like at some major news organization that's appropriate but it seems a little silly when it's like an entertainment oh god the worst was um i used to work for fusion which is now called splinter their headquarters um were the univision offices in miami Mm -hmm. and it was a giant shared space just like huge with like glass conference rooms overlooking the shared space and it was lit like a nightclub so it was like oh no bright what animal neon colors it was it was so, I just didn't understand how people ever worked there. And it was yeah. like, so uncomfortable. I mean, it was a newsroom, right? So people are like walking around talking about their stories. So it was like, it was impossible. I, I didn't work there uh, all the time, but like the, t- the few times I had to visit that office, it was like, I, I just don't understand how anything gets done. Like you have to find a place to hide away. Yeah. And that makes sense. I think in that environment, because like you said, everyone's talking about their stories and it, you know, if it's hard news, you got to be talking about that kind of stuff all the time. Right. But yeah, the bullpen that I worked at was huge and massive too. And just like all these and shared desks too. Oh, those are the worst. Yeah. So not only is it an open floor plan, but it's also the shared desks, which is just terrible because I always feel like someone's over my shoulder or, you know, and it's so quiet. No one would speak. So just be quiet. You know, people though would, they saw a funny video, be complete silence. This one guy who would just hysterically laugh at everything so it'd be complete silence and you hear like, nah, rah, rah, rah. <laughs> like, like just in this like echoed in this huge cold space and it was so uncozy so i sympathize with anyone who's in that situation yeah i feel like in retrospect we were way too hard on cubicles i think there's yeah. there's actually like a case to be made for cubicles i want it back you yeah. can make your you can make your little, little cozy house almost in it yeah and like it's private it. it's like nice yeah. to have some privacy at work yeah i like cubicles yeah i, I I feel I get the instinct and in why they went to the open plans, especially for creative teams. Like you're right, like meeting face to face and having the opportunity to walk over and say, right. "Hey, like, what do you think about this?" can be very productive. But it also feels like this weird, like panopticon situation where is it almost also seems equally as inspired by management to be wanting to look at their yeah. employees being productive and I think so too. the feeling that like if you were in an office you would be hiding away and not doing your job mm-hmm. which I think is a really unhealthy way to go about managing your employees which For is sure. like, that's, it's a, a, a sense of distrust like you can't do your job unless I see you're, do, you're you doing your job mm-hmm. um but yeah I mean coziness in and of itself like I feel like by definition is usually a smaller space right and involves a certain level of privacy. And if you don't have that, it's really difficult to make that cozy. Obviously, we've, we've discussed some ways to make it better. Um, but yeah, like cubicles, 
it's almost just like the colors that were picked and the uh, the textures maybe were unappealing. A lot but of beige. A lot of beige. But I feel like I want to see like the there, there's got to be a the Frank Lloyd Wright of cubicles has to be out there and is ready to yeah. like make those a like a, a, an interesting looking space. Or what about portable cub- cubicles? Oh, like the walls you sort of yeah. wheel in. Yeah, that could. I mean, if I could get it in my house, mm-hmm. that'd be a little elaborate. Oh yeah, I mean there there are room dividers. Oh yeah, the, yeah, you could do a screen. Be, that's smart. Yeah. There's some pretty ones. Lots to think about. Lots to think about. Bookcases are my favorite room divider. That's really smart. Yeah. Yeah, like get a, mm. get one of those big, um, like boxy ones, like from IKEA, yeah. and often they're like see through, so you can kind of like it. It helps make the space flow a little mm-hmm. bit, but it also provides some privacy and distinct like separate areas. Like I. I I use a lot of IKEA furniture to divide space up. Um, mm. Not really now anymore, but but when I had a larger room that needed cutting up, huh, that's, that's, that's a wreck. Rugs are really good for dividing up a room. So, like if you have like your desk and uh, chair area or whatever, um, having like dividing that section off with like a, the rug, so it's like when you are on the red rug, that's the workspace. Mm-hmm. That could mm. also be uh, yeah, that's a way to think about too. it. Hmm. All great ideas. Oh, oh, plants. Oh, uh, yes. That's a good thing to bring up. Yeah. Having something living. Yeah. yeah. Can help a space. When in doubt, pick a philodendron. Those are very hardy plants. Yeah. Um, and they get viney. You can kind of like fling the vine around and like have it wrapped mm-hmm. around your, your desk. Yeah. That's always nice. Or, you know, like a nice, easy succulent. Yeah. And it introduces some color into mm-hmm. an office space, too. I feel like. A lot of these newer office spaces are always like gray and like natural mm-hmm. wood, which is like beautiful, but just so much of the same. You know what I mean? It's very monotone. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think having some green in there also just breaks up that color a little bit. I feel like I've leaned so hard into the natural wood aesthetic, at least even in my own apartment. I'm Your really, apartment's very warm, though. I'm really There's, worried yeah. for when that goes away because I feel like now we're poised on a wood paneling revolution like I feel like people are going to go back into oh paneling oh god like 70s kind of I, I really so. hope not I really or at least I mean definitely partial use of that like I'm yeah. thinking of fixer upper with all that shiplap you know mm-hmm. what on the walls is yeah back in style true. yeah but I like uh, plants are are nice to have just I would say they're little friends but I guess they get a little company yeah I see them as I see them as entities. You can name your plant. Yeah. 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 Your work friend. And then you can water it during the day. It's something to do. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. Something to take the break from. Yeah. Have you ever had a work pet, like a fish or anything like that? Oh no. I mean I have my dog at home, but he's not he's not a good work companion because he need he's very needy. So mm-hmm. he'll like walk over my keyboard and stuff. He's not Aww. the best intern. But. Yeah. I've always wanted I mean, I, I always wish I had a cat, but my boyfriend's allergic, but so I always get jealous when I see people with their cats that are like uh, laying on top of their keyboard. Yeah. yeah. And they're I'm annoyed at this. I'm like, no, that's precious. No. That's sad. How about you, Jillian? You, oh. you've, you've had frogs and lizards and... <laughs> I, I don't know, a lizard, but I don't know. I, I, I look into that. <laughs> get a little gecko. Get, yeah, maybe... maybe, maybe Office of Guana. Get another frog and that could be like your assistant. Well, I would... <laughs> you can make... You could, <laughs> could answer your calls. You leave messages with the frog. He's laughing, making me laugh so much. But yeah, I get like a little tie for it. Yeah, it's cute. I would just feel like I'd be cheating on Tad, my frog that 
Ted's when I was eight, now, he was back still in, alive. Back in New York. Yeah. Ted's How long fine. do frogs live? Um, generally not. <laughs> Too long. <laughs> yeah, he's an um, an African something frog, and he I got him when I was eight, and he's still alive. So, yeah, back in New York, though. Uh, yeah, I just feel like I'm cheating on him, so maybe I get a, a fish or something different. I don't know. I, I like um, what are those little sea urchins? Not those little shrimp. Oh, hermit crabs. No, they're the ones. Uh, oh, I know. Uh, sea monkeys. Sea yeah. Monkey. Oh God. Are they like what? What are they? They're shrimp. They're oh. aren't they brine shrimp? But they look like different on the box, right? Because on the box look like little aliens. I've yes, never and, had a sea monkey, and so I don't know. There's the mythology, like there have been TV shows for sea monkeys. I don't know if you ever watched the cartoon. They even had like a live action one. Um where they looked more like aliens, like the like the way they look on the box with like those weird like ears and yeah. antenna. But no, they're just shrimp. Oh, well, if just any, tiny yeah, shrimp. Readers have any recommendations for a cozy little pet that's small and manageable. And that cozy you know farm. Yeah. Can take dictation. <laughs> yeah, Be take great, my calls. Great, great for the workplace. Yeah, copy edit for me. Send those faxes we keep sending all day. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's cute. Uh, I'm a frog sending a fax. That's so cute. Isn't that nice? I watch that show. <laughs> yeah, that's so cute. It probably would like accidentally feed itself through. That wouldn't <laughs> be cute. Yeah, that yeah, would, it would be end terrible. up getting crushed. <laughs> oh. Crushed by the copier. Yeah, like, it's like a dark turn. It's, yeah, it's not. Workplaces, like, for, offices are not safe places for frogs unless they stay in their. In their little cage. Yeah. Aquariums are, I mean, a lot of office spaces have aquariums, which are very calming, but you know what's not calming is taking care of an aquarium. No, they not get so it. gross so yeah. fast. It's not worth it. Yeah. Yeah, so I think we've covered a lot. We've covered lighting, you know, getting that soft, not overhead light, you know, pick a good desk lamp. Um, yeah, bring a lamp to your office. Yeah. Yeah. Set it up on your good desk. Good idea. Separating space, diffusers, plants, music, ambient sound. Um, organizing your digital and your physical space. Mm-hmm. Taking a break. Work sweaters. Oh, very important. We've had a lot of important and useful work tips. Yeah, generally useful. If you're still not comfy at work after hearing this, then it's your fault. Because <laughs> we just we laid it all out for you. It's, Find a different yeah. career. Yeah, it's it's really easy now. Alex, do you have any final thoughts about making work cozy? Um, I'm, I'm still kind of stuck on the lying down desk. I really, I, I feel like that's the next, <laughs> yeah. that's the next step for yes. me would be to make that happen. Yep. Well, don't they have a thing now you can like type with your mind? I feel like that, that would be it, right? Once they develop, oh, once yeah. they have the chip you put in your brain. I just want like an iron lung where I can work from. I know. Perfectly still. It's so funny you say that because I was watching, there was one guy who is still an iron lung. Like he had polio as a kid. And he's alive today, and he is still living. He's like one of the last people, though, I think, right? Yeah, yeah. in an iron lung. And I'm a terrible person, because one of the first thoughts I have was like, oh, that looks cozy. <laughs> I, could, I could do that. Next yeah. to it. Uh, what a lovely excuse. I wouldn't have to go anywhere. Uh, no, no one would invite me to another party. It would yeah. probably be like branded with the name of your company on the outside, though. It would be... <laughs> like an ad that you're just like sleeping in. Yeah, that's, that, that's the, that'll be the new craze in workspaces: is the mm-hmm. iron lungs for the employees. Yeah. Okay, great. So okay. there are some tips for you. Hopefully, Jillian can use these to yeah. I, I will. No, I will incorporate them. They're very helpful. Generally, thank you for all the help, guys. Yeah. Sure. Um, I think it's time then to move on to celebrities that calm us. <laughs> who who will we pick today on celebrities <laughs> that calm us? Um, I saw you kind of thinking about it, the sound. 
I had, it's it's not a great song because I have to explain it every time. But it's cute. Yeah. But it works. It's the best one we found for that segment mm-hmm. yet. And so we've been running with it for a while. Uh, yeah. So Celebrities That Call Us, for me, it's RuPaul. Uh, Drag Race is back, All-Star Season 3. And we just rewatched Tu Wong Fu, Thanks for Everything, Julie Newmar. And RuPaul's in that. And it reminded me just how every time I'm so comforted every time I see RuPaul on the screen. Mm -hmm. And just so fun and competent. (laughs) There's there's an overwhelming sense of, of confidence and competence with RuPaul. I feel like he just knows how to get things done. Yeah. And... Yeah, and, and the you know the drag is beautiful, and Drag Race itself is a very cozy show. I don't know, just because I mean the looks, the yeah. the wit. Mm-hmm. Um, I guess it's cozy for me too because if I'm watching it, it's typically like I'm you know snuggled up on the couch, I have a a glass of wine in my hand, and I'm ready to ready to have fun with the queens. So, <laughs> <laughs> uh, RuPaul is my celebrity that calls me this week. It's a good pick. Mine is kind of random, but Sarah Haynes from The View. <laughs> Oh. Yeah, I don't okay, know. It, wait, was she in on? Um, am I thinking of the person who was a Modern Family? Is it a different person? Oh, I was not Sarah of the Hyland, same no, person. Because yeah, is, is that Sarah Hines? The older sister from? She, yeah. No, that's okay. not her. I, like, yeah, I didn't I find know her she was absolutely on the not. Yeah, cozy. <laughs> I said, yeah. So, who is this person? Um, no, see. <laughs> I, I feel I, I'm embarrassed because I used to know everyone on the View. Well, yeah, I write for like a site. One of the most sites I write for the readership really loves anything that involves the View. <laughs> Katie Couric and anything like that. So it's like, not like a smart group because I'm totally into all of that. Because I've I've become extremely well versed in all this, and I found actually watching just clips on YouTube of the View is comforting. There's nothing more than like watching so you know, slightly older women just argue about stuff. I find cozy. Oh yeah, no question. <laughs> There's so, so many shows that have that premise that like Golden Girls is is that just yeah women? exactly yeah it's a good point about stuff. So Sarah Haynes, um, she's just so sweet for anyone who and knows of her she's always just comes across as super genuine and calm and she had her kids a little bit later in life i think she's 40 something she has gave birth to her second son and she has just like the nicest smile and it's the most comforting smile and um it's a genuine one i think a lot of date a woman on talk tv can be really forced mm. and putting on this upbeat persona but she's just a really nice person Seemingly, I don't know, like a nice person, but she's also super well-spoken. So whenever she's arguing her point, um, it's not just like, you know, Megan McCain on The View, just like, rah, rah, rah. You, you don't understand, you know, Uncrazy. Trump builders, yeah, whatever. And then what's her face? Joy Behar, just like, you know, being on the opposite end of the spectrum, also sounding like an idiot. So I just always appreciate, she never is rude to any guest or the fellow co-host. She's just, just as a graceful person. I have to look her up now. Yeah. Sarah Haynes. Is she like the heiress to the Haynes underwear no, dynasty? I, yeah, I'm, pr- I'm, pre- I'm pretty sure it's ha- Sarah Haynes. I don't even the name right. But she has blonde hair. I think she's on That's not very helpful. I'm like Elizabeth <laughs> Hasselbeck. <laughs> that's is, where I am mentally. I think she was like a, maybe on Good Morning America too. She's friends with like, I think, close friends to Jenna Bush Hager and Hoda, I think. So. You know, Jenna Bush, I have to say, is very cozy. She is. And yeah. it took me a while to warm up to her because she's a Bush. Yeah. But I sort of have accepted her on her on yeah. by herself. I like think she's I like thriving her on, on daytime TV. I yeah. think that's like she's found her niche. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I also found her apology really heartfelt when she made that big mistake on the red carpet where she confused those 
two movies, Hidden Fences. Oh, yeah. Oh, that something was her. Else. Yeah, yeah, that yeah. was her. But she just got, she seemed like she genuinely. Did you just do it yourself? Act. You said Hidden Fences. <laughs> okay, I did it myself. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to have to cry. Hidden figures, hidden figures. We're I'm waiting sorry. for your apology. <laughs> I can't go on. I'm going to make my own broadcast, put it on YouTube, me tearing up. <laughs> sorry. Anyways, moving on. Oh, okay. So, sorry. <laughs> So my, uh, it's kind of, I would, <laughs> so sorry. What are you like, apologizing? I don't know. I just, no, you said, I'm just giving you a hard time. You said what she said. Yeah. No, no. I, uh, yeah. No, I, uh, <laughs> it's a, look, it's an easy thing to do. No, no. I, I was apologizing. Like, I, I feel like I put you on the spot. Um, our, our lovely guest, I just oh, okay, pointed okay, okay. to her. That's why I was apologizing. Like you speak now. And that's why I was apologizing. No, I'm used to that. Don't worry. Um, <laughs> So I was debating whether uh, to choose this cozy person because I didn't want to like bring the mood down because he passed away this week. Oh, but uh, John Mahoney. <gasps> oh, that's a great choice. That's yeah. a great choice. He was, oh. I think, one of TV's coziest dads. I think Frasier is an overall cozy show Absolutely. set in a cozy 100%. city. Hundred percent. Yeah. So he's he's my pick oh, this week, and I'm so sad pick. to hear that he passed away. I know. My mom said she was watching a marathon of featuring well i guess he's on every freezer episode but it was like, <laughs> <laughs> she's like i'm having a the best of yeah yeah it made something like that um but uh I, he's such a I, and it's sad the dog obviously he's not here anymore <laughs> <laughs> he's cozy too yeah right to the dog julian <laughs> never mind john mahoney that was a sidekick fra- though you yeah, have I remember, to bring I re- it up yeah, yeah I re- he was his sidekick his co-star the dog it's true yeah the dog died a while ago. Yes. I remember that news. It was Eddie Who could played forget? by Moose. That's right. Yeah. The dog was... Now I'm thinking about Wishbone. Anyway, that's a whole other dog. <laughs> that's a whole other episode right there. Uh, but yeah, he was, he was great. He was, um, he was in a lot. Of, he was in the Broken Hearts Club, and uh, he was a great actor. He and he very was missed. British, which was so weird because he's so thoroughly fully American on the show. Yeah, he does a great American accent. Yeah. That's a wonderful choice. I'm so yeah, glad that you brought perfect. him up. That's perfect. A great cozy yeah. man. Rest in peace, yeah. John Mahoney. Very cozy. And that brings us to our candle review. Yeah. So, Jillian, uh, tell us about the candle that we're burning today. It's a patty wax candle. And we had to look at the label. <laughs> yeah, it's a I'm, I'm eucalyptus hesitant. and santal. Santal. Scented candle. So, eucalyptus, got it. Got what that is. Santal, like I looked that up and I guess it's a, I could be wrong and I did a very brief Google search. So this is not, I hope I'm not just repeating fake news, but I think it's a perfume that in- involves cardamom and um, sandalwood. Well, it smells great in my opinion. And I, I'll take a photo and I'll upload it obviously later for you guys, but it's just a lovely holder. Um, I don't really know how to explain it, but it's very it's geometric. Yeah, it's geometric. Is it like a trapezoid? What shape is that? Didn't trapezoid, well. yeah, yes. Not good at math stuff. So yeah, yes. and it has multiple wicks, which is always nice. Yeah, it, it gives off a nice light. And so what, what do you think about the actual scent? It's really nice. It's not overwhelming. It's not, uh, it's not like, I feel like some candles can be almost putridly sweet. Yes. This oh, is very like, that. kind of like woodsy sweetness. Mm-hmm. It's good. Yeah, I really like it. Yeah, the eucalyptus piece I like a lot. It is a little more perfumey than I like in a candle mm-hmm. typically, but it's very pleasant. Yeah, very pleasant. I'm all about patio. Perfume. Hmm? I would actually wear that perfume. Yeah, I guess I guess like based on my Google search it's pretty popular. Yeah, so there you go. You know, if you don't and if the perfume's expensive, just get this candle yeah, and like some put some on your finger food. and dab it on. Yeah, I got it from Urban Outfitters, so. Yeah, Urban Outfitters is a good source for patty wax candles. Mm-hmm. 
we've been all about it. This is the second episode in a row <laughs> that we've done a patty wax candle, and I've been pretty impressed. Yeah. So I give it a wick. I'll give it a wick as well. Ox, would you give this one wick or half yeah. a wick or no wick? Um, I would give it a, a full wick. A three full wicks. <laughs> okay. Patty go. wax is on fire for the yeah. last two weeks. Yeah, yeah. Literally on fire. It's a candle that's burning in front of us. Yeah, that was terrible. Anyway. I liked it. Um, yeah, I guess that that does it for this week. Alex, thank you for joining us. Thanks thank for you. Me. Thank you for all of your cozy work tips. Sure. Um, where can people find you if they want to hit you up about more more reasons to or more ways to make work cozy? I'm on Twitter at so Alex goes. Um, yeah, so that that would be the easiest way to reach me. All right, go follow Thanks. Alex on Twitter. Um, she is very funny. I highly recommend. That's how we met is on Twitter. Mm-hmm. Um, yes, it's a good follow. Lots of wonderful jokes Thank and up to date Tide Pod memes. Lots. Well, <laughs> Tide Pod's already over, so I've. I'm okay, moving that's right. on to the next, to urinal cakes, I think, or the next. Yeah, whatever, whatever the next Tide Pod is, <laughs> yeah. Alex is on top of that. Yeah, Jillian, where can listeners find more All Things Cozy stuff? Well, we're on Instagram, All Things Cozy Podcast. And we're also on Facebook at All Things Cozy. Um, I don't know if we have podcasts in the Facebook name. You probably should know that. <laughs> I'll figure it out one of these years. <laughs> um, and yeah, join the Facebook group too, because we have a group separate from the page. And it is blowing up. With it's poppin'. members, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and we we share. Well, we haven't, we haven't shared that much exclusive content yet, but we will be. Um, that's the plan. Yeah. So you things that you can't get on the Instagram page or Facebook page, and it's just a nice way to meet fellow cozies. Absolutely. Is it's, that what your fandom's called? I was going to ask you what what is the cozy podcast fan called? I we like calling them cozies. Yeah, I like that's the really cozies. Cute. I'll yeah. say Happy Monday, cozies. Yeah, nice. <laughs> <laughs> Something like that. Calling all cozies. Calling all cozies. Attention cozies. All right. Well, thank you guys for listening. Thank you, Alex, again. Thanks so much. And as always, stay cozy. <laughs>